Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into When Women Ruled the World by Kara Cooney, a fascinating exploration of female leadership through the lens of ancient Egypt, a culture renowned for its unique tradition of elevating women to the pinnacle of power more frequently than any other. Through the captivating narratives of six of Egypt's most influential female rulers, Mernith, Neferusobek, Hatshepsut, Nefertiti, Tawosret, and Cleopatra, the book offers a profound analysis of their ascension within an authoritarian regime of divine kingship and the enduring lessons they impart on the nature of female authority and leadership. Authored by Kara Cooney, a respected professor of Egyptology at UCLA, known for her extensive research on afterlife beliefs, preparations for death, and the gender dynamics within ancient Egypt, When Women Ruled the World builds upon her scholarly work and personal insights following her previously acclaimed book, The Woman Who Would Be King, focusing on the life of Hatshepsut. Cooney's expertise provides a unique, well-researched backdrop to the stories of these powerful women, making the book a treasure trove of historical insights and inspiring anecdotes. This episode is perfect for listeners eager to uncover the history of female leadership, those inspired by the trailblazing figures of the past and history enthusiasts fascinated by the intricate societal structure and beliefs of ancient Egypt. Join us as we explore the remarkable journey of when women ruled the world, drawing wisdom and inspiration from the past to inform our understanding of leadership today. When Women Ruled the World, Six Queens of Egypt Introduction. Discover the empresses of the Nile, the powerful women who shaped ancient Egypt. The notion of women in leadership often conjures up unfair stereotypes, shrill, bossy, selfish. Such biases have shadowed female leaders, evident in the challenges faced by notable figures like Hillary Clinton during her 2016 election campaign. Yet, this contemporary struggle for acceptance in leadership roles starkly contrasts the ancient world of Egypt, where women not only led but thrived as monarchs of one of history's most magnificent civilizations. Ancient Egypt, a society that predates ours by millennia, frequently saw women ascend the throne, guiding their nation through both prosperity and turmoil. From its foundational dynasty to the era marking its decline, royal women stepped into power in a society where patriarchy was deeply entrenched. But how did these women navigate the complexities of leadership in such a context? Kara Cooney, an Egyptologist armed with the latest archaeological findings, unveils the lives of six remarkable women who ruled Egypt, Mernith, Neferusobek, Hatshepsut, Nefertiti, Tawosret, and Cleopatra. Through exploring the journeys of these powerful figures, Cooney offers a riveting glimpse into the Egyptian empire's rise and fall illuminating how these leaders ensured the nation's prosperity and security. Embark on a historical odyssey to uncover the fascinating tales of Egypt's most significant female rulers. This journey will uncover the personal triumphs and trials faced by six of Egypt's most influential queens, the intricacies of power dynamics within ancient Egypt, the enduring lessons of resilience and leadership these historic women bequeathed to future generations prepare to be transported to an era where women wielded power with wisdom and courage, 
leaving a legacy that challenges our modern perceptions of leadership. Through the lives of Egypt's female monarchs, we discover not just historical marvels, but enduring lessons on overcoming adversity and leading with integrity. Part 1. The Unsung. She-kings of ancient Egypt, women as beacons in times of turmoil. In the sprawling annals of history, the story of ancient Egypt's female pharaohs stands out as a testament to female leadership amid crisis. This raises a pivotal question. How did a society, nestled along the fertile banks of the Nile River, come to entrust its destiny to women rulers? The secret lies in the unique tradition of divine kingship that defined ancient Egyptian society. The inception of Egypt as a unified nation-state around 3000 BC, following the northern victory over the southern regions, marked the beginning of a power structure rooted in the concept of divine kingship. Sheltered by natural barriers and blessed with abundant resources, Egypt quickly rose to become a beacon of prosperity and stability in the ancient world. The establishment of Dynasty I laid the foundation for a royal lineage that saw the king not just as a ruler, but as a godlike figure, an embodiment of divine authority on earth. This tradition persisted across Egypt's royal dynasties, casting the pharaoh as the ultimate arbiter of the land's fate, regardless of gender. Despite its outward appearance of equity, the reality was that Egypt's governance was steeped in patriarchy and authoritarianism. The ideal was a seamless transfer of power from father to son, echoing the mythological succession from Osiris, the archetypal king, to his son Horus. Female leadership was the exception, not the norm, navigating within a system that favored male heirs and the perpetuation of patrilineal rule. Yet within mythology, ancient Egypt also revered the divine feminine through Isis, Osiris's consort, whose nurturing, protective qualities were immortalized in temple inscriptions and royal epithets. These titles and roles, reflective of Isis's manifold attributes, underscored the women of the royal court's duty to safeguard the lineage and ensure the continuity of the pharaoh's bloodline. The pressure to bear male heirs was immense, necessitating a practice of polygamy to secure succession. However, this did not prevent periods of dynastic uncertainty and succession crises. At the juncture of dynastic transitions, or during vulnerable moments in the kingdom's history, women often ascended to power. Their reigns, though sometimes brief, were pivotal in maintaining order and cohesion. Queen Merneith, for instance, emerged as Egypt's first female leader, acting as regent for her young son. These female pharaohs often wielded power from the shadows, making their contributions harder to discern but no less significant. The legacy of Egypt's female rulers is a complex tapestry of ambition, wisdom, and resilience. Their reigns, characterized by acute political maneuvering, were critical in steering the kingdom through periods of instability. Yet despite their accomplishments, many of these women were erased from history, their names lost to the sands of time. As we delve into the stories of ancient Egypt's female pharaohs, we uncover not just a chapter of history, but a profound reflection on leadership, gender, and the enduring power of the feminine in guiding civilizations through their darkest hours. Part 2. The Resolute Reign of Queen Merneith 
from regent to ruler through ritual and strategy. When the throne of ancient Egypt falls upon the shoulders of an infant king, who takes the helm? This was the conundrum faced by Dynasty One when King Jet passed away, leaving behind a mere toddler, Den, as his heir. The answer lay in the capable hands of Queen Mernith, Jet's widow, whose adept leadership would navigate Egypt through this precarious transition. The story of Queen Mernith's ascent to power is etched in the annals of history, captured in the ancient chronicles of royal burial complexes and revered monuments like the Palermo Stone. This artifact, a historical treasure, positions her prominently alongside the male rulers of dynasties one through five, emphasizing her significance as the king's mother and a ruler in her own right. Born into royalty as King Jer's daughter, Merneith was no novice in the intricacies of governance. The royal courts of Memphis, where she spent her youth, were the perfect training ground for a future leader. Her transition from princess to queen regent was punctuated by her marriage to her brother, King Dejet, a union that intertwined the roles of wife, sister, and sovereign. With Dejet's untimely demise, Merneith stepped forward to rule in place of her infant son, Den. The first order of business was orchestrating Dejet's burial, a ceremony steeped in ritual and marked by the harrowing practice of human sacrifice. This grim rite aimed at accompanying the departed king into the afterlife, also served a political purpose, eliminating potential rivals during the vulnerable phase of succession. It's believed that the numerous graves surrounding Jet's final resting place, belonging to high-ranking individuals and likely contenders to the throne, attest to Merneith's shrewd use of this tradition to consolidate her son's claim to power. Merneith's tenure as queen regent was defined by her unwavering commitment to her son and her country. For six or seven years, she ruled with the discretion and tact of a seasoned monarch, preparing Den to eventually take the reins of leadership. Her efforts bore fruit, as evidenced by Den's subsequent military achievements and prosperity under his rule. Despite her pivotal role in securing the continuity of her dynasty, Merneith refrained from assuming the title of king a barrier that would later be broken by Queen Neferusobek. However, in acknowledgement of her monumental contributions, Merneith was granted a burial befitting a king, with the remains of 120 loyal followers laid to rest near her in the sacred necropolis of Abydos. Her legacy, though not officially recognized with the crown's title, was indelibly marked on the sands of Egyptian history illustrating the strength and sagacity of female leadership in an era dominated by men. Part 3. Neferusobek, Breaking Ground As Egypt's first official female king during a dynasty in desperation, Neferusobek's ascension to the throne of Egypt is a tale that intertwines divine inspiration with the harsh realities of royal inbreeding. For generations the pharaohs of Egypt had not seen the practice of incest as taboo, but rather as the ideal means to safeguard royal purity and power, echoing the divine precedent set by Isis and Osiris. The rationale was simple. Keeping the royal bloodline uncontaminated and within the family would prevent power from diluting or escaping the dynastic loop. However, this practice came with its challenges and consequences. While it ensured that wealth and authority remained within the royal household, 
it also led to a plethora of health issues, ranging from physical deformities to sterility, the latter posing a significant threat to the continuity of the dynasty. Such was the backdrop against which Nefrosobek emerged, navigating through the complex interplay of divine legacy and human frailty. Born to Amenemhat III, one of Egypt's most prosperous rulers, Nefrosobek stepped into prominence not just as a king's daughter, but as a coalition of royal and divine lineage. Following the passing of her father, she was married to her brother, Amenemhat IV, whose reign was cut short by sterility, an unfortunate outcome of continuous inbreeding within the royal family. With the shadow of a succession crisis looming large and the prospect of societal upheaval on the horizon, Neferu Sobek assumed the throne, becoming the first woman in Egyptian history to officially bear the title of king. It was a pivotal moment, not just for Neferusobek, but for the entire structure of Egyptian royalty, marking a significant departure from traditional male successes. Determined to cement her legitimacy and demonstrate her devotion to the gods, Neferusobek completed the construction of a temple complex initiated by her father at Hawara. By embarking on new architectural projects and enhancing places of worship, she sought to strengthen her bond with the divine and underscore her rightful place on the throne. Yet, despite her endeavours to stabilise the realm and honour its sacred traditions, Neferusobek's reign was besieged by challenges. Her inheritance was a kingdom grappling with environmental adversities, drought and famine, which amplified social discontent. Furthermore, palace intrigue and covert power struggles threatened her rule, culminating in her untimely demise after a brief four-year reign. Neferu Sobek's legacy is a testament to her resilience and pioneering spirit as Egypt's first official female king. Even in the face of daunting challenges, she embraced her role with determination, although her dynasty would not survive her. It would be several centuries before another woman would dare to claim the kingship, a reminder of the groundbreaking path Neferusobek charted in the annals of Egyptian history. Part 4. Hatshepsut. The Mastermind. Behind Egypt's golden era as its most formidable female king. In the storied lineage of Egypt's rulers, Hatshepsut stands out as a paragon of leadership and innovation, her reign marking one of the most prosperous chapters in ancient Egypt's history. Emerging from the shadows of Dynasty 18, she inherited not just a kingdom, but also the indomitable spirit of her father, Thutmose I, a ruler known for his military prowess and territorial expansions. From an early age, Hatshepsut was primed for a path of greatness, assuming the role of high priestess under her father's guidance. This position, however, was merely the prologue to her eventual ascension to the throne. Following the death of Thutmose I, Hatshepsut took on the mantle of great royal wife, entering into a marriage with her brother Thutmose II, whose reign was brief and marred by illness. The death of Thutmose II precipitated a crisis of succession that saw a young Thutmose III, born of a secondary harem wife, too immature to rule. With the child's biological mother absent from the scene, the stage was set for Hatshepsut to assume regency. Yet her role soon transcended that of a caretaker, as she steered Egypt toward unparalleled affluence. 
The material wealth of Egypt under Hatshepsut's rule was evident in the proliferation of art, luxury goods, and monumental architecture, a testimony to her effective governance and her ability to leverage elite support through careful distribution of wealth and influence. Her strategy for consolidating power extended beyond the political arena to the spiritual, where she ingeniously positioned herself as the divinely ordained sovereign. Hatshepsut's ambitions materialized in the architectural marvel of the Temple of Millions of Years near Thebes, where she was immortalized in stone, communing with deities. In a masterstroke of political theater, an oracle of Amun at the temple in Siwa decreed her Egypt's chosen leader, a declaration that preceded her coronation as co-king alongside the young Thutmose III. Echoing her father's ventures, Hatshepsut embarked on military expeditions to further secure Egypt's dominions over Nubia and Kush, bolstering the nation's wealth and prestige. Her reign was also marked by adventurous trade missions that fetched lucrative rewards, underscoring her bold vision for Egypt. However, the legacy of Hatshepsut, like those of many women in power, was contentious. Following her demise at around the age of 50, Thutmose III, her nephew and once co-regent, embarked on a campaign to obliterate her memory, attempting to erase her contributions by defacing her monuments and images. Yet, the indelible mark of Hatshepsut's reign endures in the sands of Egypt, from the grandeur of the temple of millions of years to the wealth of artifacts that paint a portrait of a golden era. Her story is a compelling narrative of resilience, strategic acumen, and an unyielding dedication to her people and land, positioning her as one of ancient Egypt's most influential and visionary rulers. Part 5. Nefertiti. Beyond Beauty. A queen's transformation into a king during turmoil. Nefertiti's enigmatic bust, which captivates half a million visitors yearly at the Egyptian Museum of Berlin, hints at a story far deeper and more complex than mere physical beauty. Recent revelations shed light on her extraordinary role, not just as a consort, but as a pivotal figure in one of ancient Egypt's most turbulent eras. Her journey began as the great royal wife of King Amenhotep IV of Dynasty 18, a peaceful time when Egypt reverently embraced the divine authority of its king. However, Amenhotep's radical religious vision soon cast a shadow over the kingdom, initiating a period of unprecedented crisis. In the fifth year of his reign, Amenhotep broke tradition drastically by celebrating a said festival, typically a 30th-anniversary event, in honor of Aten a lesser-known sun deity. This act was the first in a series of revolutionary changes that upended Egypt's centuries-old polytheistic order, renaming himself Akhenaten, beneficial to Aten. He embarked on a mission to establish a monotheistic worship centered around Aten, marked by the construction of new temples and the founding of a fresh capital, Akhetaten. This fervent overhaul sidelined established temples and deities, compelling Egypt's elite to follow him and causing significant strife and displacement among his people. Historical narratives once reported Nefertiti vanished from records in year 12 of Akhenaten's reign, assumed dead, but recent evidence paints a different picture. She reinvented herself, 
adopting the male identity of Koking Ankeperur Nefeneferuaten. Following Achenaten's death after seventeen tumultuous years, the mysterious Ankeperure Smenkare emerged, likely Nefertiti donning a new guise. Depictions of this figure sometimes strikingly blend masculine and feminine attire, hinting at the queen's audacious transformation. In her final act of leadership as Smenkare, Nefertiti sought to rectify the chaos her husband's religious reform had unleashed. She orchestrated a return to Memphis, reviving the worship of traditional deities and abandoning the controversial capital of Akhetaten. Preparing for the future, she laid the groundwork for the young Tutankhamun's rise to the throne, whose legendary tomb, later discovered by Howard Carter in 1922, might serve merely as a vestibule to Nefertiti's grander final resting place. Nefertiti's tale is one of resilience, ingenuity, and unprecedented transformation. Beyond her legendary beauty, she emerged as a ruler who navigated her kingdom through its darkest times, wielding power under the guise of masculinity to steer Egypt back to its traditional roots. This astonishing narrative not only redefines our understanding of Nefertiti, but also highlights the indomitable spirit of a queen willing to reshape her identity for the sake of her people and legacy. Part 6. Tawasret, the trailblazer who seized the throne of Egypt. Through cunning and valor, amidst the evolving political landscape of ancient Egypt, where the dust of Hatshepsut's enrichment strategies and Akhenaten's religious upheavals had barely settled, Queen Tawasret emerged as a figure of unparalleled determination and strategic acumen. As royal inbreeding waned and the elite vied for power, the political arena of dynasties 19 and 20 became a fertile ground for ambition. It was a time of unprecedented change, marked by efforts to diminish female authority in governance. Yet, it was against this backdrop that Tawosret's tale of resilience and bold leadership unfolded. Born into a time of burgeoning complexity in Egypt's social and political sphere, Tawosret became the consort of King Seti II. Their reign was quickly challenged by a claimant to the throne, Amun Meses, who sparked a civil war from Lower Egypt. Victory eventually favored Seti II, thanks in part to superior military prowess. In a strategic move to solidify control over Thebes in the south, Seti II deployed the officer Bey, unaware of the latter's ambitions for personal power. Bey's machinations became evident following Seti II's sudden demise. With the throne left to a child, King Sipta, and his regent, Queen Tawasret, Bey saw an opportunity to manipulate the power dynamics in his favor. But Tawasret was not one to be outmaneuvered. By the fifth year of Sipta's reign, Bey vanished under mysterious circumstances, an event many believe was orchestrated by Tawasret herself. The subsequent death of the young Sipta propelled Tawasret to seize the mantle of leadership outright, marking her as the first woman in Egypt's storied history to rule autonomously. Her path to power was anything but conventional, employing decisive and, according to some sources, ruthless strategies to eliminate her adversaries. However, Tawasret's reign was fleeting, ultimately brought to an end by Setnacht, a formidable warlord who founded Dynasty 20. Her downfall has been attributed to various factors, from her audacious grasp for power to her perceived illegitimacy 
due to her non-royal lineage. Regardless of the reasons, Tawosret's legacy endures as a testament to her bold foray into a realm dominated by men, even if it meant paying the ultimate price. Tawosret's story closes the chapter on female rulership in ancient Egypt's dynastic era, but it also opens a window into the relentless spirit of women who dared to rule. While her reign was brief, Tawosret's audacity and strategic prowess exemplify the extraordinary lengths to which she went to claim her place in history as a sovereign in her own right. Part 7. The Strategic Brilliance of Cleopatra, Ancient Egypt's Last and Most Infamous Queen Cleopatra VII, the last sovereign of Egypt, stands out as a figure of unparalleled intrigue and cunning in the annals of history. Though of Greek-Macedonian descent, she embodied the essence of Egyptian divine rule, deftly navigating the treacherous waters of Ptolemaic politics, a legacy of conspiracies and internal strife handed down by her ancestors. At the young age of 14, Cleopatra was thrust into the vortex of power by her father, Ptolemy XIII, who named her as his co-ruler. However, her brother Ptolemy XIII, driven by a desire for undisputed control, forced her into exile. The political landscape of Egypt, however, was on the brink of transformation, catalyzed by Ptolemy XIII's ill-fated alliance with Pompey and his eventual clash with Julius Caesar. Seizing the moment, Cleopatra orchestrated a clandestine meeting with Caesar upon his arrival in Alexandria. Her intellect and charm quickly won him over, leading to his intervention on her behalf. Despite initial resistance from Ptolemy XIII, a combined effort from Cleopatra and Caesar's allies ultimately secured her place on the throne alongside another brother, Ptolemy XIV. Cleopatra's relationship with Caesar was not only personal but strategically pivotal, culminating in the birth of their son Caesarion. This alliance, however, incited turmoil in Rome, culminating in Caesar's assassination. Undeterred, Cleopatra returned to Egypt, solidifying her power by eliminating her brother and establishing Caesarion as her co-ruler. The quest for a Roman ally led Cleopatra to Mark Antony, Caesar's close associate. Their union was marked by both personal and political bonds, with Cleopatra bearing Antony children, envisioning a dynastic merger between Egypt and Rome. This alliance, though promising, became the subject of Roman discontent exacerbated by Antony's perceived concessions to Egypt and the loss of territories once under Roman control. The erosion of support culminated in a declaration of war against Egypt by Rome. The conflict proved insurmountable for Cleopatra and Antony, leading to Antony's tragic demise and Cleopatra's subsequent suicide, marking the end of an era. Cleopatra's life was a testament to her tactical genius and her unyielding determination to preserve Egypt's sovereignty against the tide of Roman imperialism. Her legacy, marred by tragedy and defeat, remains a captivating tale of ambition, love, and the indomitable will of one of history's most fascinating rulers. Part 8. The Timeless Wisdom of Female Leadership Lessons from Ancient Egypt Throughout history, women at the helm have often found themselves the subject of ridicule and undermining, their capabilities questioned and their achievements minimized. Cleopatra's story serves as a prime example, 
Despite her astute political maneuvers and nearly succeeding in her ambitious endeavors, she was derided by her Roman contemporaries, accused of leveraging her femininity to sway Mark Antony for political gain. Yet, her legacy endures as a testament to her formidable leadership. The unfortunate reality remains that women in power, like Cleopatra, continue to face disparagement and skepticism, a narrative all too familiar in the modern context of Western society. The defeat of Hillary Clinton in the 2016 presidential election underscores a persistent undercurrent of bias against women exhibiting ambition, a quality often celebrated in their male counterparts. However, ancient Egypt's approach to female leadership offers an intriguing counterpoint to these contemporary challenges. Figures such as Hatshepsut, Nefertiti, and Cleopatra exemplify not only the capability of women to lead, but demonstrate that qualities often ascribed to women, emotional sensitivity, and perceived indecisiveness, can, in fact, be powerful assets in governance, especially during turbulent times. These ancient queens navigated crises and led their nation with a blend of empathy, prudence, and pragmatism. Their leadership style, marked by an emotional depth often absent in the historically male-dominated paradigm of leadership, facilitated consensus building and effective conflict resolution. This contrasts starkly with the more common, combative approach that has precipitated conflict and strife, a reflection of a limited emotional repertoire conditioned in men. As contemporary society grapples with political tumult and crises, the wisdom of embracing female leadership becomes increasingly evident. The narratives of Egypt's ancient female rulers underscore the urgent need to reevaluate and embrace the qualities traditionally associated with women in power. Far from being liabilities, these attributes have proven to be invaluable in steering nations through adversity. The journey of Egypt's female rulers, their triumphs and challenges, serve not only as historical curiosity, but as a compelling argument for the inclusion and elevation of women in leadership roles today. They remind us that effective leadership transcends gender, demanding a blend of strength, foresight, and crucially, emotional intelligence. In recognizing and valuing the unique perspectives and capabilities that women bring to the table, society can harness a more inclusive, balanced, and effective approach to governance, echoing the wisdom of an ancient civilization that, in times of crisis, turned to its women to lead the way. Final Summary The Chronicles of Ancient Egypt paint a vivid tableau of a civilization that, despite its patriarchal foundation, bestowed its crown upon women in moments of peril and transition. This historical narrative illuminates the reigns of six formidable female monarchs, Merneith, Neferusobek, Hatshepsut, Nefertiti, Tawosret, and Cleopatra, who wielded power with unmatched acumen and resilience. Their ascensions to the throne were not mere aberrations, but a testament to their indispensable role in safeguarding and prospering their realm amidst turbulences. Each of these queens left an indelible mark on Egypt's legacy, showcasing leadership traits that transcended their time. From Merneith's discreet yet pivotal role as regent, to Cleopatra's sophisticated political maneuverings with Rome's mightiest, 
their reigns exemplify a spectrum of strategies, ranging from the subtle orchestration of power behind the scenes to the bold orchestrations of alliances and warfare. Despite the considerable achievements of these rulers, their stories were often shadowed, if not outright erased, by successors who sought to diminish their contributions. This historical sidelining mirrors the contemporary hurdles faced by women in leadership, confronting stereotypes and biases that question their authority and capabilities. The legacies of Egypt's female pharaohs, enriched by their unique blend of empathy, pragmatism, and decisiveness, challenge the enduring misconceptions about female leadership. Their sagas remind us that the qualities often ascribed to women, emotional intelligence, inclusivity, and a propensity for consensus building, are not just compatible with effective leadership, but are essential for navigating the complexities of governance, particularly in times of crisis. Reflecting on the reigns of Egypt's eminent female rulers offers more than just a historical curiosity. It prompts a re-evaluation of the qualities we value in leaders today. In recognizing and embracing the strengths inherent in diverse leadership styles, society can move towards a more inclusive, effective, and balanced model of governance, drawing inspiration from the ancient empresses of the Nile. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.